0: what'd you say new greenwich that's what it's called greenwich oh, this is maui wowie uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> my favorite movie is that i can't decide on a favorite
1: movie press before.
0: next podcast heyo i'm katie and it's your co-host Corey, and this is the press next podcast we're Ooh. back we For are another back. week yeah i don't I feel like my voice sounds a little deeper than normal.
1: I was going to make a disclaimer and say we are recording in the morning. Yes, which is different. Press next in the morning. Press next in
0: the morning. Wake up, get your coffee.
1: So <laughs> both, of our, both of our voices are deep. I wake up with allergy issues every single day because I'm allergic to everything in the air <laughs> and the ground and everything. Um, so my voice is a little deep. Your voice is a little deep, but... We've got a great episode coming.
0: The, the Today's forecast will be uh, low 47 between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. <laughs> the high will be 75 between 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Wait. Beautiful day. Did you say
1: 75? Yes. Wow.
0: But, yeah. Nice. Very nice day today, so... Yeah. I feel like I need to do that just because my voice was deeper. Did I feel like a
1: like a, little, news, like anchor? a news
0: anchor, news anchor, like a yeah. weatherman, radio caster, yeah, meteorologist.
1: Person? You know what's so crazy though is that like it's literally January and it's been in the seventies so much already.
0: I don't know why we do this because we know as Texans, our scary month is February. No, it's always I, February.
1: I know. But, like, why are we in springtime right now? Because this
0: is how it always happens. You get a couple cold days and we get hot days. And then February comes and it's just the onslaught of, like, it's... Miserable. Yeah. It's just yeah. Winter is coming. Like, that February is our month. Ice. It's so weird. Like, everybody else gets, like, a normal winter yeah. pattern. And I feel like we don't. We just get ice in February.
1: No, it's so weird. And you know what? We I, should put
0: Christmas in February. No, I'm just joking.
1: I always am, like, I love the fall. I love winter. I love Christmas. Well, I don't love winter. I love the fall. I love Halloween. Mm -hmm. And I love Christmas and Thanksgiving. And so I think it was New Year's Day. It was literally 80 degrees. And my mind immediately went from Christmas to summer. Like, I was (laughs) like, I need to be on a beach somewhere right now. I need to go to the lake. I need to put my bathing suit on. Take the dogs for a walk. Like all the outdoor things needed to be done. And now I'm like mentally there. Like I want to book a beach vacation.
0: Well, (laughs) shout out to Virgin because that mug was fire. (laughs) I'll be missing that mug once a week i ain't gonna front i
1: know we still need to um, i know
0: like do tiktoks and videos you still need to make our
1: review on it yeah
0: yeah i I miss opening the bedroom door and the the lights coming on the curtains opening man what a what a what a trip anyway (laughs) i know now i'm like "Mm, beaches
1: before we get into
0: the uh the dream state of what that was
1: we live in texas yeah this is true so um the movie we watched this week that we're going to be discussing actually took place in Texas. And it was
0: based in Texas, but uh, before we even get yeah. there, thanks to everybody who's, who's coming back and listening again. This is the second episode of season three. Of course, all of my uh, fourth wall people out there, fourth wallies, I guess you can call them. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about movies, TV shows, documentaries, how they kind of relate to real life or... Sometimes we just chat about them and whatever conversation kind of comes about it comes about it. So, um the coolest thing about our podcast, I would say beyond the people that we are <laughs> is that um you don't we you don't have to watch what we watch to talk about what yeah. we're talking about because For we kind of sure. just get into the topics of the stuff. Now, I will say granted, it helps. It definitely does help <laughs> to watch what we are watching to yeah. get a little bit of understanding. If we relate some of the, you know, the tropes back to the characters and the shows and stuff For like sure. that. Um, but beyond that, that's, you know, you know, it's not necessary. And it's kind of like, I guess you can say with true crime or anything else. Like if you hear a true crime podcast, are you really going back to like, you know, fill in the blanks or yeah. watch the movie or watch documentary? You no, know, you're just going to listen. So same here. So don't feel like you need to go watch what we need to watch. If it is a movie, though, and we typically always do this. If it is something that you do want to watch, or you don't want it to be spoiled. Um, we always tell people, hey, leave the episode now. Uh, and then come back after you've watched it or, you know, let it be spoiled and then watch it with your own eyes, you, yeah. whatever you want to do. Um, you know, you. you know what I've been happy about is everywhere that we've been this past week, we've been talking to people about Glass Onion and everybody loves it.
1: Oh my gosh. I agree. I've talked about it with my coworkers. I've talked about it with um people, like just Random everyone people, yeah. that I've talked to about Glass Onion has said, and even... I've seen a lot of people, like my friends on mm-hmm. Instagram, that are posting about it and watching it. And I love Knives Out so, so much, much. It was fire. And I think that Glass Onion did an amazing job. It was, it was almost as good. Yes, I agree. So my coworker was talking about watching it, and she was like, it was really good, but I never watched the first one. I was like, you, don't you don't have, have to. to. Well, yeah,
0: you have to, but you don't have to. You know no, what no, I'm no, like, you
1: don't have to to watch the second one. But I'm saying like, If you liked it, you need to watch the first one because it's so good.
0: And whoever's behind the machine that Knives Out, the Knives Out universe is, please continue.
1: Yeah. Please keep going. Okay, but I saw something that I don't know. Um, And I just saw the headline. I didn't click on it. So, you know, it could be clickbait. But I saw that they are entertaining the thought of Benoit Blanc with the Muppets. What are your thoughts?
0: Like... There's a movie, right, where they did something like that. Happy Time Murders.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Hilarious uh, movie, by the way. I've never seen it. Oh, my God. Okay. I watched Happy Time Murders one time. We were in Stillwater. It might have been in the pandemic. I don't know. I just remember that I was like extremely bored. I had like nobody to hang out with. You weren't there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, let me go. And mind y'all, y'all, the Stillwater Movie Theater might be like six theaters. You know what I'm saying? It's like not big at all. Yeah. I go in there. I'm the only person <laughs> in this theater, so I get to watch Happy Time Murders by myself. And I, I just went to the. It was a one time where like I actually went to the theater and just looked on the board of like what's in the to See what i was gonna watch. Yeah. And I picked that, and I walked in and watched it. And I was like, <laughs> "It's kind of funny. It's kind of like Sausage Party to me. Like I didn't. I watched Sausage Party with no expectations. Yeah. So I found Sausage Party to be hilarious yeah. and like a good movie. And I feel the same way about Happy like Time adult Murders. Humor. Yes. So I don't know. I would like that because I like Happy Time Murders. But like the thing about the, the Muppets or whatever is any kind of animated or stuffed uh, characters. Um, they they I feel like sometimes they almost have to put too much sauce on a comedy. Yeah. Um, to make it feel real, because like as an adult, people are gonna be like, "What are you doing watching this movie?" You yeah. know, type of thing. So I would like forced humor. Yeah yeah, 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 and that's what I've liked about Knives Out and Glass Onion. It hasn't felt that way. It's just felt like it's been really good actors and actresses doing their thing. Yeah, agreed. So I don't know if that would hit, but if it's like Happy Time Murders, I'm a, I mean, I'm watching anyway, so mm-hmm. hopefully it's good. But that'll be fire. Keep keep uh, Benoit Blanc and all of them. Uh,
1: yeah, agreed.
0: This is, I don't know, I love it. I, I, they just need to keep on going. But beyond that, what you been watching this week? You've been reading as we I was
1: about to say, I actually have not watched anything besides the movie that we watched together. Cause I have been hooked like a fish on a court of thorns and roses books. Y'all.
0: She's a fantasy girl.
1: I have never okay, this obviously isn't a book podcast, but I have never read fantasy. Like never read Harry Potter, Divergence. Uh, Twilight anything like that but like especially in the world of like fairies and high fae and things like that I never read that kind of fantasy fantasy in general and when I tell you my world has been cracked wide open because I'm obsessed with Obsessed. I am. I finished the second book in the series, A Court of Mist and Fury. No. Yes. A Court of Mist and Fury. And now I am going to read A Court of Wings and Ruins. But I took a break because I'm in a book club and I have to finish your book. 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 Yeah. First book. And it's killing me because I just want to continue. But oh my gosh. So good. I recommend it to everyone. There's five books in the series. They are long. That's why I had to take a break because the third book is like 800 pages. Mm. So I knew I it's needed to, to read. fit something in before I read that. Yeah, I know. But she it's ex- so good.
0: She explained it to me, the book at least. And I was like, it sounds a lot like True Blood, which is one of my favorite shows of all yeah. time. Yeah, Which I used to literally watch every summer. So every summer I used to watch True Blood and um, Breaking Bad. Yeah. And you did used to watch True well, Blood.
1: Well you have it on DVD. Yeah, I do.
0: I used to watch True Blood, Breaking Bad, and Dexter. I just kind of like rotate those.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which those are multiple season shows. So Facts. heavy watching if you're gonna watch some stuff.
1: I think I made it to season three of True Blood. I love <laughs>
0: True Blood so much. Um, and it sounds a lot like the book that you are reading. So one when they make it into like some sort of TV show adaptation or movie adaptation. I would like to see it because I love True Blood and I like, I'm a super duper nerd. Anybody who knows me knows I'm a nerd. Now, that side of me has been a little um, quelled. However, anybody has known, I haven't talked about it here. My 2023 is about me being... is about joy for me. So I'm trying to lean into all of the things that bring me joy. So the nerd aspect of me might <laughs> slide on back yeah. out this year and going forward because like, I feel like you get older as an adult and even with the TV shows you watch and stuff like that, like, um you know, you, you kind of start falling into the trap of like people telling you like you're a grown adult. Why are you doing that? Why are you watching that? Like, dude, if it brings you joy, it brings you joy. It, yeah. Just watch it. Like all my anime stands out there Watch your anime. All of my Disney people out there, watch your Disney. If it brings you joy and happiness. Video game players. Video game (laughs) players. I'm a huge video game player, have been my entire life. And I've kind of shut that area down of my life because, like, I was, I feel like looking in the other direction because people are like, once you hit a certain age, no, forget. I'm going to play video games until I'm literally on my deathbed. If I had to spend like two weeks in the hospital when I know I was going out and I was like 82 years old. I'm going to be in the hospital with my PlayStation 5, like it's, well, PlayStation 10 by that time or whatever. Yeah. But maybe, maybe um, you'll
1: still have the five. You know, uh, yeah. Held on, to, you the know, four for on to the four
0: for forever. So you know what it is. Um, but it's it's like even prioritizing those things, prioritizing those shows and stuff like that. Another thing that I like doing and enjoy doing is watching movies, documentaries, and TV shows. So let me tell you what I watched this week. That was on one
1: yeah I know if you saw our press next page and it's like now watching yes that's pretty much all Corey <laughs> I watched
0: this um this this movie so I like to watch of course Katie doesn't like to watch these movies these like B-list movies mm. that are like made by people who got low budget on their cell phones, no budget you know <laughs> sometimes maybe on their cell phones but hey they got distribution so well you know the Tubi films yeah. so I watched this this film on Tubi called Absence of Innocence um it wasn't great, but <laughs> I watched it. Um, there's a short film by a guy. I'm in a, a black filmmakers a group on Facebook.
1: Oh, that's cool. And
0: um, this guy, he always posts a short film. So I finally was like, let me watch one. It, remember it was the one where he was, it was, it's called Thick. And he was like a girl. Or the girl's like dreaming. She's like, man, I wish I was thick. And she went to sleep and he woke up and was a dude. he was like, you know. um... hilarious, hilarious short film. It's literally only three minutes. You should watch it. Just Google uh thick or go to YouTube and and Google thick short film, and it should probably pop up. Okay. Um, hilarious. Uh, I watched Uncharted this week. Mm, Did you finally
1: with uh Tom Holland?
0: Tom Holland and uh, Mark Wahlberg.
1: Nice. How was that? That's based off of. It's
0: based off a video game. Video game. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Naughty Dog. It was good. I mean, it was literally kind of following the lines of the video game. They didn't. They didn't go too far into like the straying off of what the story was even though they really had an opportunity to because like uh uncharted came out like old playstation 2 so it's really not like based like it's not super story based you know yeah that was back when like games were like long games and it wasn't really stories whereas now you're playing role-playing games where there's a lot of story involved and then you play like a little mission and a story and then like a little mission Mm -hmm. and a lot of story so i thought it was pretty good um, it, it just gave off uh, uncharted 5. so they did a good job there. Of course, I went back and watched one of my old, uh, you know, old classic. I watched Deep Impact. Uh, you know where the comet is coming to Earth. Mm-hmm. Basically, Don't Look Up is a newer version of Deep Impact. Okay. Uh, then I watched Man on a Ledge, which is a thriller movie about a guy who uh, is accused of stealing and heisting this diamond. He gets out of prison. Uh, or he like breaks out of prison and he goes and he stands on a ledge of a building he's about to jump off in New York and of course now they're going to like the hostage negotiation type thing so mm-hmm. it's taking a long time. Meanwhile, his brother is actually trying to heist the real diamond to prove his innocence that he didn't heist a diamond. Mm-hmm. But there's like some other stuff going on there, some funky stuff with the NYPD of course. as per usual. <laughs> of um, course. So I watched that movie and then I watched The Capturing of The Killer Nurse which is a documentary on Netflix. It's about a nurse who was um, administering this heart medicine. I forgot what the, mm. the doxacent or something like that. I, don't know. I forgot what it's called.
1: Wait. And killing
0: these patients. And okay.
1: he was. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, nah, you you get you. I see you like your will spinning. Go ahead. Because I was like, why does that sound so familiar? Because somebody in our book club group asked if anyone had watched this certain documentary. And Miranda responded and was like, no, but I watched the one about the killer nurse.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, there was also one, something that happened here recently over in the Dallas area oh. with a nurse who was um, tampering Doing with that? IVs. Yeah. And I think one of the, oh. one, one, a couple of patients died. But anyway, this was a, this was a, a lot more than a couple of patients. Um, and anyway, I, so I watched that documentary. And then I, guess what I watched? Because I watched Deep Impact, I watched Don't Look Up. <laughs> of course. Uh, Don't Look Up is so great. So if you haven't watched Don't Look Up, watch it again. Yeah. Like we have an episode on it. Uh, (laughs) Um then of course we watch Vengeance, which we'll be talking about today. Yes. Uh that's on Peacock, and we'll get a little bit more into that. Uh and then I watch One BR, which is short for one bedroom. Um, it is also it's like a horror thriller, and basically the plot of the movie is this girl is looking for a one-bedroom apartment temporarily. She's trying to like move to LA or whatever. She goes, she finds this community. And she gets into this one bedroom, but it's there's a little bit more things going on with the community. It's a little more nefarious. Okay. Okay. And basically they try it's like a cult. And they try to make her they they essentially break her and condition her to have to join the community.
1: Mm. And when
0: they the way they break her and condition her is like very it's like torture. Oh god. And then she becomes like now, then she learns that everybody there is a part of the community. Mm. Um, and yeah so it's a journey of like breaking out so I'm, I'm sure the way they ended it they could continue to go I think it's a non-rated film so it's like one of them films that like yeah you know you can pretty much do anything with um, but I watched that it wasn't bad you know so if you're it's one of the movies that like if you just have time to watch something uh, especially if you're like a horror fan
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: watch it you All know right. what I'm saying also learned this week that they are coming out with a new Saw oh so you know me I'm a Saw fan I also learned this week that they're coming out with a new, um, even though I'm kind of not okay with what they're doing with horror and taking all of these like childhood things and then like just making them horror. Oh,
1: yeah. Like just
0: take any kind of, the, the next thing we're going to see is like the Berenstain Bears horror version. Like, well, you know, they
1: got the Winnie the Pooh.
0: <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're just taking, I don't know if I'm best with that. Like just yeah. leave those things how it is. Um, no, Evil Dead. They're coming out with a new Evil Dead.
1: Oh, I've never seen any of those.
0: So, I don't know. I'm kind of excited about that one. Okay. I like Evil Dead. I like the old one. I like the remake. And then, so we'll see what happens with this one. All right. Um, and then, you know, I'm still waiting on The Last of Us. I'm counting down the days. It's
1: like, what, 10 days now?
0: 13 or 10. Okay. Yeah, 10 days. We're, I think we're 10 days out. The 15th. So, ooh. I'm, hey, you see me. Uh, Less than 10 posting, days. Yeah. You see me posting about every day. I know. About it. Because I'm so lit about The Last of Us. I'm just... Keep talking about it because I hope you watch it with me. <laughs>
1: I'll watch it with you. <laughs> yes, about, at, might, least, at least the first episode. Uh,
0: now nah, let's get to we might we might gotta binge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm calling this sick. No, nah, I'm just joking. But um the movie we did watch is Vengeance. So if you have not seen Vengeance and you want to see Vengeance, because well, first let's tell you about what the synopsis is, and then you'd be like, "Oh, okay." Because maybe you're like, "What is Vengeance?" I don't really know what that is. All right, so Vengeance. It's the is new movie on with B.J. On Peacock. Novak. Yes, it's by yes and. Written by and produced by, written, directed and produced by the PJ. Nice, yeah, crazy. Um, but the Ryan fi- from the Office. Yes, the film <laughs> synopsis is a journalist and podcaster travels from New York City to Texas to investigate the death of a woman when he uh, a death of a woman that he hooked up with. So that's pretty much the synopsis of the yeah. film. If you've seen it uh, before, it has Issa Rae. It has um, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher is in it, which was kind of like a little. Actually, I liked his role, so I'm not even going to lie on that one. Uh, Boyd Holbrick, Dove Cameron, BJ Novak, Ashton Kutcher, Dove Ishaway. Dove But I said Dove. I said both. Dove. Dove. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, my, both. You both, can't talk. Both. I can't talk. It's the morning time. Uh, what, what was it? Fifi Fee-fee Bean. Fifi Bob Layer. Fifi Bob Layer. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a little tongue-tied. Um, apparently only made $4.4 million. Really? Yeah. Dang. Um, well, in the box office. I don't yeah. know how much it made elsewhere.
1: But I feel like it, what, it came out in November and it's on streaming platforms. No, nah, it didn't come know.
0: out in November. It came out in July last year. Oh. Yeah, July 29th. Dang. Uh, well, it was, it was premiered in Tribeca uh, Film Festival on June 12th and then was theatrically released in uh, July at the end of the, the, the month. And Now, I will say it's gotten, the reviews have been very good. Okay. On it. So, I think it's just one of the movies that's like, it's, you know
1: what it is? Maybe it'll make more money on streaming than it did. Oh, 100%. Well,
0: if they got the deal with Peacock, then of course they made money. True. Uh, But it's one of the films, you know, when you watch films or you go to an award show or you watch an award show and you're like, the best whatever, Vengeance. And you're like, what the hell? You never heard about Vengeance? It's one of them type of films where like, you didn't get a lot of like press about it. It came out and it went away. They only didn't make a lot of money in the box office, but it's a good film because all of the reviews are like- they're very well on this film. And before we go any further, this is your opportunity that if you don't wanna, um, if you wanna watch the film and don't want any spoilers, uh, leave now. Um, but if you don't care, we're about to jump into it. So overall, what do you, at a, with zero to 100, what are you rating it? I give it an 80. Give it an 80. Okay, I feel like that's probably on par if we're talking Rotten Tomatoes score. Like 76 to 80. Let's look it up. Let's look it up on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: And I say 76 to 80 because the ending? Yeah. The
0: ending threw you off? It was higher and then the ending kind of uh, drug it down? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. 81 is what everybody gives it. Okay.
1: Nice. So on par.
0: You're I think you're yeah, you're pretty on par. Let's see what the critics The critics gave it an 81, the audience gave it 86.
1: Nice. Okay. And
0: we're talking a lot of reviews, so
1: That's pretty interesting that it, critics and audience scored it high <laughs> cuz I feel like it's usually one or the other. Right,
0: that's why I said it's one of them award movies. So yeah. typically when they both align,
1: it's an award It's an award, award okay. type of movie.
0: Um and then this is my theory. When they both align, good movie, award type of movie, when the critics are high on it and the audience is low on it, it's still an award type of mu- uh, movie. The people don't like it, but we're talking about you got to be like a true movie file, yeah. you know what I'm saying, cinema file to like really like it. And then uh, so I typically tell people, if you don't like movies, don't watch that, those type of movies. Yeah. But when the audience score is high and the critic score is low, that's the movie you want to watch. I'm probably going to be like, the movie was actually bad, but it was entertaining. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those movies. So that's my that's my breakdown of theory. And then when the audience score is low and the <laughs> critic score is low, terrible movie. Trash. Okay? <laughs> Trash. Trash. Don't watch it. Trash. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, no, I think it just only made in box office 4.2. So it's probably just making money on streaming. I gotta look up those numbers. But um okay, so you give it an 80. I give it about an eighty-six. 86. Yeah, I like the I like okay. the 86. Cause honestly, the ending did bring it down for me. Cause it was in the 90s for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At some point. I literally I did I say it to you like I was like, man, I'm actually really enjoying this. Yeah, film. in
1: the middle of the movie, you're yeah. like, oh, I like this.
0: I like like I they did a really good job of basically um B.J. Novak's character is... New York. He's a New Yorker. Yeah. He's also like a Casanova. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a... Which is kind of funny to see him play that role.
1: Oh, also John Mayer was
0: in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was in the opening scene. And him and John Mayer are like... Essentially talking about how you need a team of people. My theory, like the basketball team theory, when it comes to Mm -hmm. dating. Mm -hmm. That basically you shouldn't just find one person... One person's not going to be enough for you. You should have a team of people who satisfy your needs. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of setting off the movie, setting off B.J. Novak's character. Everybody in his phone doesn't have like a normal name. He basically names them where he meets them and what they're doing. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, he's hooking up with all these people. Yeah. He's a little player.
1: uh, I forget her name, but for instance, like. Corey Hottie Equinox.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's like all of the names of the people in his phone. It's all girls. He don't talk to you talk to like one dude, which is John Mayer, and the rest of them are girls. Now, mind mm-hmm. you, he's a journalist, he's an award winning journalist. He has he's verified on TikTok or on Twitter, so he's like pretty famous. But he doesn't want to just do writing, he wants his voice to be heard. Mm-hmm. And he has a friend, Issa Ray, in the movie. Issa is um a high exec of like a podcasting firm. So she's a podcast producer. They have this firm. She's producing all of the big podcasts that you ever heard. You know, she has this huge building. It's pretty cool to see other people recording podcasts. Mm-hmm. It would be like, you know, think like about your I biggest podcast. Or- yeah, if think about your biggest uh, podcast. It's where they go to record their podcast, you know, and get their podcast produced or right. whatever. Uh, and Issa Ray runs that. So that's kind of his friend. So he's exploring like, hey, I want to do this podcast about this. And Issa's kind of like, eh, it's okay. But like, hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't really know if that's what people want to hear and one night he's chilling actually with another girl they just got done doing the deed and somebody calls his phone so he answers the phone and it's this girl's brother now this girl's from texas and he's like hey you're um i'm i got bad news for you the worst news ever your girlfriend has died and of course he's like girlfriend watch out mm-hmm. <laughs> watch mm-hmm. out i'm single um but the brothers not taking no for an answer because basically this girl in Texas, who they've only hooked up one time, is telling everybody that they're boyfriend and girlfriend.
1: Yeah, she's from Texas, but moved to New York to follow her dream of, of being a being musician. musician. Yeah,
0: and when we say Texas, they're from um, West Texas. West Texas, you know, like three hours west of Abilene. Yeah, uh, and so they're you know out in the out in the sticks where it's just oil. And Ain't no sticks They're then, out in the desert Yeah that's right Yeah, yeah. just sand And uh, uh, tumbleweed Rolling across the road <laughs> um, Which I did figure out also That most of the film Was shot in New Mexico So I'm a little bit Peeves about that Because like You could have just filmed
1: the West Texas. They did film yeah. Some
0: of the stuff in Texas But like Most of it was, was New Mexico New Mexico That's interesting
1: now. I mean They kind of look the same
0: They do But like There's plenty of space You can find some In West Texas True you definitely could have. It ain't nothing land out there. True. Um, shout out to everybody in West Texas, but driving through West Texas is boring. But it's also very beautiful. And they actually, they kind of um, highlighted that in the film at one point. So basically, he goes to Texas to go to this funeral. And in this funeral, or during the funeral, he figures out that she kind of dies of an overdose uh, of drugs. Now, everybody is telling him that she wouldn't do Aspirin, yeah. she wouldn't take aspirin. So for her to overdose on drugs is very uncommon. I mean, right. it's not like it's not common. It's not a thing. She had to have been murdered or something like that, right?
1: Like somebody had to have drugged
0: her, right? And so the brother is the brother is saying to um, to BJ, "Hey, we gonna go get our own vengeance." You know what I'm saying? We don't call the cops around here. We take care of our own business. So of course he's like, "I'm not doing that." But he finds an opportunity to say, "Hey, why don't I just do?" a podcast about the whole thing. I could record everything. We could do a podcast about my journey over here. Mm-hmm. We'll call it Dead White Girl. His during, so to make a long story short, during the journey of his podcast, he's not only learning about a, a family and a people who are different than he is, he's learning about himself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he meets these different people and he starts to become more connected with these people who are on the opposite spectrum of them. Who he had preconceived notions going into But now those kind of notions are falling away um, and there is an ending. There's something that happens at the end that I just purely don't really even still understand. I won't spoil that part. Should we?
1: I mean, we can get into it later, maybe.
0: Okay. 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 But anyway, that's the film.
1: Yeah. And the podcast is meant to be like the pain Lindsay's like up and vanished where you're Figuring it out as right, you go. Right, like a true crime, like figure it out as you like go. Like, exploratory, yeah.
0: Which was fire at first, but then you start to think about how, and I've always somewhat kind of felt about this, uh, you know, a little bit, um, about true crime in general, about it just being like, it's a little weird. What do you mean? True crime podcast? Or true, like the true crime obsession is a little weird. Not true crime
1: podcast. Yeah, no, no, no. The obsession is off the walls. like. We were talking about this um, in book club because the last book we read, this guy was a podcast host and they were doing trying to uncover someone's murder. So like very similar. Um, but the question was asked, what do you all think of True Crown podcasts?" And some people were like, no, I think that they're great because it's helped solve so many murders and like cold cases. And there are. A lot that sure. have done it, which is amazing. And I think that Crime Junkie put out a stat that, like, in their five years, they've, you know, donated so much to this and then solved this many co- cold cases and, you know, uh, named these many Jane Doe's and all that kind of stuff, which is amazing. But then you get on TikTok and you see the Idaho murders and, like, oh everything gosh. that people are saying about everything surrounding these. College students, and it's just like y'all are unwell. Very much and so. And we saw it with Gabby Petito. Like, yes. People are off their rockers. Off their rockers. Everybody
0: wants to be first to like break some information. Y'all don't know these people.
1: Right. At all. You these are strangers. Well, and I think that here's my thing on True Crime Podcast. I love them. I listen to them. I haven't really been listening to a lot lately just because I like want to be in a good mind space. (laughs) So I've been listening to more pop culture, but um, I love them. I listen to them, but I think that where it becomes an issue and it's not, this isn't the podcast realm. This is more of just true crime in general, where it becomes an issue is when people start putting faces with suspects and like blaming Certain people, like, when they came out with the um, drawing for the Delphi murders, Mm -hmm. and people were saying that this has to be the family member. Like, this is a cousin. Like, this is that person. And people were putting his Facebook out there, his personal page, like, sending him all these messages. And he had nothing to do with it. The police already vetted him. Like, he absolutely had nothing to do with it. And then you come... Like, when they find the person, right. you know, they find their suspect. Well, now y'all have already drugged this person's name right. through the mud. The, people the, are sending them death threats. The like,
0: ramifications have already taken place. Yeah. And you're not saying, no. This is why I'm like, yo, people need to get sued. So th- there needs to be some, like, consequences. I think Charlemagne talks about this a lot. You can't, especially when you're, like, podcasting or anything else, but really just in no, no.
1: You can't just say anything. That's not coming from podcasts. That's coming from people on the internet. It don't matter, right? You know
0: what I'm saying? Twitter, TikTok, whatever. And your group of friends at Raising Cane's, you (laughs) can't just say anything, yo. Yeah. Like, you cannot be defaming people. You can't be—that's all—people need to be held accountable. Yeah. So they can recognize that, like, you can't just be putting out information. And the people who are doing their jobs, these investigators, these cops— um, these journalists and stuff like that who are doing their due diligence, mm-hmm. who are working the case closely, who are going to the, the appropriate parties to get the information. They are also bound by... The, there's a reason why they're doing their due diligence because they're bound by... Law. Th- they're <laughs> bound by law and also that they're, you know, the, the ramifications of getting sued and having liability. Yeah. Y'all think that y'all, because y'all just a small TikToker or somebody else that y'all not? Let somebody find out. If, if I'm somebody that got accused of something... And it spread on TikTok. My my literal thing was I would get a team of people together and say, I need you to record any video of people accusing me of this. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm found innocent or whatever else, I'm suing each person that said this
1: about me. Yeah. Every single person. Because now you have drugged my face and my name all over the internet. I saw someone that was like posting about the Idaho murders. And she said, I just need to say something. Are y'all okay? Because this is not a game of Clue. It's not. This is somebody's real life. Like, L- the people that you're blaming, they're real life. The people that died, real life. Like, they, their families lost them. It, this isn't some game for you to figure out who did what. Right,
0: but that's how people treat the true crime. And that's why I say the obsession is a little weird to me because yeah. we— the the people I talk to who are just obsessed with true crime, they kind of it almost seems like they forget that there's like an actual human people being behind involved. The, yes, yeah,
1: like with the Jeffrey Dahmer,
0: right? Like, okay, yeah. you might want to figure out who the murder is, but you've almost forgotten the murder, the people who were murdered.
1: Yeah, no, for sure.
0: And do you not see how disrespectful it could be, and how hurtful it could be to their families? To Their
1: families, yeah. For I,
0: you going with all these kind of hair thin. um theories
1: for sure yeah i think true crime is like walking a line you know
0: right it really is and i kind of it's like somewhat getting played out
1: yeah no i i and i do enjoy it and i don't know why true crime has become the obsession that it's become in our culture um i enjoy it but i i do when i'm listening have that in the back of my mind like okay is this about is this shedding light on what happened to the victim or is this like about the just, shock factor and just, oh, just telling the to awful get, things that happened right, you know? right
0: and are we trying to get the actual are we trying to do the work to get the actual help that these people need
1: yeah
0: uh and that was kind of the basis of what the movie was right like mm-hmm. the brother at the end was like or and um aston kutcher was like you didn't let's not be let's let's not get it twisted you don't know this girl. Yeah. You you slept with this girl one time. Y'all have a, a passion tonight. Mm-hmm. You came here for you. Mm-hmm. You were gonna use this girl's story to,
1: to exploit you, her yes. and
0: make yourself better and follow your own dreams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We are not different. We're the same. The, the stuff that you think about me, you really. I'm just reflecting who you are. So we might as well both get paid off of this. Um, and I was like, dang, when that whole speech. That happened when they were sitting on the couch When he was sitting on the couch and mm-hmm. they were going back and forth. I was like, man, he's really, not, he's really unveiling... He's talking to BJ, but he's really talking to everybody. Yeah. We are not... The person who you are criticizing looks a lot like who you are. Almost always looks a lot like who you are. They're just revealing the things of you, of you that you don't like. True. And reflecting it kind of right back at you. Yeah. But you're, most times we're unwilling... To accept that that's who we are and that's what we do. Facts. Um,
1: I'll stare directly at the sun, but never in the mirror.
0: Uh,
1: okay, Taylor. That's a bar. It is a bar. That's a bar. It's so true. And hey, think about that. Like, think about staring into the sun. You, that's staring hurtful. To that's the more sun. hurtful. Yeah. That's more hurtful than, than just looking, looking in the mirror yourself. and looking at yeah. yourself, reviewing
0: yeah. yourself, and becoming better. You would damage your own eyes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just let my eye pop up my head. Hey, shout out to Taylor Swift. Like I said, she's one of the greatest songwriters of all time. That's a bar. Mm-hmm. That's why the songs called anti her because she's against herself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She everything she what they call it? Uh, it's self sabotage. Okay, self sabotage. But that's self sabotage is probably the the theme of the movie. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, they say vengeance, but I don't think that he had the right to her, him. Everybody in the movie who yes, it was all kind of self sabotage um but very interesting, so yeah, he was the podcast was really just about himself, and it kind of turned into, oh, I think that we're on the right path, so at first, it was just about like getting the story out, but then it kind of turned into this murder mystery, so he was mm-hmm. like, let's switch it and let's try to figure out who the murderer is, mm-hmm. and we'll do that um and then it gets down the road, and what the big reveal is that he figures out that this girl's actually like a drug addict mm hmm and so, her
1: like everybody's been lying. Everybody's been she lying. She wouldn't even touch aspirin, but yes. like she had a pill problem.
0: Exactly. So her overdosing is actually like is tracking. It's mm-hmm. it's on par for like how she would die anyway because she was a a pill addict. Uh, and so that kind of sets uh, BJ off. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Y'all lied to me." He goes on this whole long thing outside of Whataburger. <laughs> Funny enough, I yeah. love the Waterburger scene. I was going to say,
1: there's another so. There's a comedy aspect to this as yes. well. Like, There's a lot of comic relief. And, what, and if you're a
0: Texan, you will love it.
1: Yes. I was going to say what I love about it being a Texan is there's so many references. And even just like small town Texans. Yes. There's so many references that are so funny if you're from Texas and you know it. Like, right. They're like, what's your favorite restaurant? Whataburger. Um, that
0: scene alone deserves an And they were like, a, why? Because it's
1: always there.
0: It's because it's right there. It's right there. And he's like, okay, well... Tell me, so what do you get with a burger? You can get anything you want at yeah. Whataburger. And
1: he's just like trying to figure out why Texans right. love Whataburger so much. And they say, um, what okay, if, uh, you have a McDonald's and a Taco and Bell a Sonic, and a Sonic, which is like funny because that's what it is. Yeah. And a Whataburger, what are you choosing? Whataburger. Whataburger. And they're like, why? Because it's, it's right, right there. there.
0: <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is so genius. And then a the guy comes through.
1: And because, the brother. because we can't tell you why we love Whataburger so much, but it we is a it. Texas culture. Yeah. We, we can't tell you why, but we will tell you Whataburger.
0: Yeah. Uh, and basically, that's what the brother says a little bit more eloquently. So maybe I'll insert it right here. But it's a hilarious scene um, and genius. And I can only imagine that. And maybe that's why I didn't really pop or whatever, because it's such a regional film yeah. that like, I can imagine if you're from California or you're from like, you know, the East coast or whatever, that scene's going to go way over your head. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's like, okay. So whatever about Whataburger if, or if you don't even know what Whataburger is, right? Right. Right. People come from California, like, Oh, in and out that whole in and out versus Whataburger mm-hmm. is a, you know, or the fact that people call it Waterburger. burger. It is what a burger, right? Like <laughs> Waterburger, <laughs> a water burger, like
1: okay.
0: a Um, but hilarious. So there's a lot of comedy that's like laced in, into it. But it, the reason why I liked the film, the reason why it was high 90 for me is because it didn't feel like it was forced comedy.
1: Yeah, it no, felt it didn't. like it felt very natural
0: because it was he was doing research and he was podcasting. It just almost felt like that you were actually the camera. Yeah, and you were there. And you were laughing at the grandma; she was hilarious. She was. You were laughing at the family moments. You were laughing at like them being out at the uh, oil fields and wrestling and him flinching. You were laughing at the rodeo when he went to his first rodeo mm-hmm. to see him go from like he he only eats apples and stuff to telling people back in New York about Frito
1: Pie. Yeah, you she know was, what I'm saying. And the rodeo scene was funny too because they were like. Make some noise if you're a UT fan. And And he was the only one. one. Mind
0: you, we're in West Texas. And they were like,
1: everyone who's a Texas Tech fan. And the crowd went wild. And it's like, hilarious.
0: Uh, But again, you only really get that if you're in Texas. Yeah. So very much so a regional fan. Yeah,
1: because who cares about tech? (laughs) (laughs) I
0: mean, mean, you wouldn't know. Do you know how like in Texas, I know. But you know how like in Texas, you know. Based on the region, kind of like where people go. Like, yeah, okay, sure. if you're here, you go here. Yeah. If you're here, you go here. Yeah. And if you're here, if you don't go to these three, then you go to Texas State, <laughs> right? Like that. <Facts. laughs> and if you don't have the money, then you go to Tarleton. Like you know, like you you know these things. Yeah. If you're in Texas, A and
1: UT, UNT, UNT, Texas Tech, Texas Tech, Texas State, Texas State. Uh,
0: those are like the big five, right? I feel like. And then you didn't you get into the Tarletons, the SFAs, yeah. And the little brothers. If you're an international student and you're like really smart, um, you go to UTA. So it's like you, if you're in Texas, or you know these Rice. things. Or Rice, <laughs> right? Um, but if you're not in Texas, you have no idea. So it was just, as a Texan, again, I think it was cool for, for me or, or for us because we got every single reference. We mm-hmm. lived that life. We still eat frito pie the frito uh, yeah bag. at the bag yeah yeah you know what i'm saying deep fried twinkie or was it oreo mm, it was something remember. they said we got deep fried twinkies and he was like uh can i have a bake one yeah yeah yeah. Well, shut up then he ate it and he was like this is good you know like just the culture that we have in texas sometimes when it when it's put in your face you recognize like why you love texas mm-hmm. you know you can get kind of caught behind there's a lot that's still like very terrible about texas yeah you know of course um especially when we get into like politics and stuff but also when you're talking about stuff like even our energy grid right like
1: yeah
0: there's just a lot to be better
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh and as and the thing the other thing about being a texan right it's kind of like whataburger we love texas
1: <laughs> Fact.
0: you know what i'm saying good bad yes. or ugly we love texas ain't no better state in this world
1: than to texas us. you know to what i'm saying is, yeah. to us
0: you can't tell me nothing about Northern State. Oh, we love New York. Okay, cool. It ain't Texas. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? ain't Texas. It's it literally a brand. Facts. Um, and everybody's trying to be us. That's what, that's what we think. And may, maybe we're wrong for that, but that's how we like, that's part of the culture of yeah, being a Texan. Yeah, people
1: love to hate on Texas, but... Y'all we st- love to hate st- on y'all. And y'all steady moving here. Facts, yeah, leave. <laughs> no, I'm just Get out. You help.
0: need to leave. Y'all are, uh, pushing our uh, housing prices up, man. Golly, that was the other good thing. You used to be able to just... Come to Texas and get you some land out here mm-hmm. for the for the low. But now everybody coming out here. Get you a come out to Texas, man. Get you a house. Get you a nice truck. Cause you're gonna need that when you're in Texas. We don't got no public transportation like that. You need to drive everywhere. So Facts. you're gonna get your gas money up. You know what I mean? <laughs> um it's hot. It's it ain't that cold, but when it's cold, it's cold. Facts. We don't get snow, we get ice. Facts. Unless you're in the panhandle. The panhandle might as well be Oklahoma though.
1: True. So
0: it's a different world over there. Um our beaches aren't that great, but we gonna still go. <laughs> okay. True. Uh, you go out in the sticks, you can chill out there. You might also get shot on accident.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: True. Very much so. too. Am I line or am I line? Mm, true. Now, it's also. Somebody we were talking to some friends last night about um, knowing Spanish,
1: mm-hmm.
0: understanding Spanish, knowing that uh, Spanish is pretty much it's one B here. Mm-hmm. So English is one A, Spanish one B. Got no Spanish.
1: Yeah. So if you're thinking that of moving should, out here, that should be a goal for me for twenty twenty three. It's one of mine too. Fluent.
0: Exactly. And not just like broken.
1: Right. Um like because I, I can understand it, but I can't speak it well. And it takes me a while. Like I can only understand certain words. Azul. <laughs> well, and because it's just so fast <laughs> to me, because I don't I'm not around it.
0: Right. I'm sure other people in other languages, whenever we speak, they're like, yo.
1: Why are you talking so Why fast? Why are you talking so fast? Yeah.
0: Slow down, my boy.
1: Yeah. Um, I can't imagine learning English, like English not being your first language, and then having to like listen to people with a southern drawl. Right? Could you imagine? I'd be like, what? Or like yeah, what a did you Boston say? accent? Right. Because there's everything so is many accents. We're in, taught so proper. Yeah.
0: You know, I say proper. I hate even using the word proper English. Um, because what is proper English? But anyway, we're taught like, for instance, I'm going to use you as an example. Katie got that draw, y'all. <laughs> she can't say oil or nothing like that. She would say full or uh, old. <laughs> uh, I know people that say winda instead of window. Yeah. Um, warsh. Warsh. <laughs> you know, stuff like that, right? So, here's the cool thing about language. If you have a group of people who are all saying that, that's the word is actually correct. Right? Yeah. Like, that's how you pronounce wash over there. Yeah. It's wash. So when people are like, it's not ass, it's ax. No, it actually is still ax. Uh, that's us. That's our language. We're going to say ax. You say ask. But if you're only taught it's foil and oil and ask and wash, and this, that's your second language. <clears throat> Hearing people pronounce something that is different, you're like, what is this? Right, you know, it's like,
1: full old ask wash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> earn, earn, and earn, 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 earn.
0: <laughs> um, like Baltimore, but they say Baltimore. Baltimore. But, you know, like Baltimore. whatever, whatever you're at, it's just. Tuesday. But I love that part. Yeah. But that was also another theme of the. That was another a theme of the, you, perfect scene. He's from New York. He goes to Texas. and He's talking to the mom, and the mom says, "Bless your heart." Now we know. That's not a compliment. Yeah. Okay. Even in the tone that she said it, I'm like, that's not, a, that's not a compliment. She goes, bless your heart. And he goes, oh, thank you. Thank you so much.
1: And then later figures out what it means. So when he's going off on the family, he's he goes, like, bless, bless your, your, heart. Heart. Bless bless your, your heart. heart, bless your bless heart, bless your heart. Bless your heart. She's like, yeah, I know what that means.
0: So how about bless everybody's hearts around <laughs> here? Uh, I'm like, So you're so not funny. really using it right. But uh, it was a good film. It's on Peacock. So if mm-hmm. you have Peacock, um, go stream it. It's if you never watch it again, that's fine. I'll probably watch it a second time.
1: Yeah, but it's I definitely it has
0: rewatchability. It does, and it was um, it paced really well mm-hmm. for a movie that it was really kind of um, set in dialogue because in monologue because you're getting a lot of like he's getting a lot of research. So it's it's for podcasts. He's going to record a lot of talking and stuff like that for a movie that has that in it to pace as well as it did. He did a fantastic job. Agreed, fantastic job because. It could have felt like it just drug on forever. Mm-hmm. And you will love the characters. The grandmother is everybody's granny. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: Everybody texts his granny.
0: That's her. Yeah. The two girls, you know two
1: girls like that. Absolutely. You know two girls. Everyone I went to high school with. <laughs> yes.
0: The little brother, sweet guy. Yeah. Misunderstood, sweet little brother. Quiet. Yeah. You know one of them. Yeah. The big brother. Who is just like the knucklehead, but he's somewhat misunderstood on the other end of the spectrum. You know one of them. Mm-hmm. The character out in the, out the oil field that tackled him and they got in the little thing, you know one of them. You know one of uh, Aston Kutcher. Like every character feels so familiar. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, they did a great job casting. They did a great job writing. It's just a movie that you need to watch, I feel like. Yeah. It's one of them ones.
1: I think it's great. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I feel like it has rewatchability. Um, I think it was funny, but also serious. So I think that that's what I think that that's what paced it so well is that even though it's a serious subject and like they're trying to figure out this murder. Right. It's funny. Like it has good comedic Mm -hmm. relief. So that makes it pace well.
0: They also had a um, kind of an underlying trope of the different law enforcement departments and offices Mm -hmm. and their kind of downfalls in Texas because they're, they're very true. If they have the opportunity to pass the jurisdiction they go do that mug. Right. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of a that's somewhat of a theme in um, the show too. So whoever did the research on Texas did a fantastic job. Because mm-hmm. I don't know where BJ Novak is from but let's look it up. You want to guess where he's from? Let's make that the game. Mm. New York. <laughs> All right, let's guess. Where is BJ Novak from?
1: I'm going to say New York.
0: Specifically, what part of New York? The city. That's, I feel like that's too easy. That man is from Newton, Massachusetts. So,
1: damn, damn, damn. <laughs> I should have said uh, the Northeast somewhere.
0: That man is from Newton, Massachusetts. He went to Harvard. Interesting enough.
1: Interesting.
0: I'm going to see if he, like, let's see. Let's see if he grew up in New York.
1: There's, he's
0: Jewish. He is Jewish. And there's also a There's also a pretty, I mean, he wrote it, though, so I don't know how I feel about it. And I'm not Jewish, so I wouldn't know if it's anti-Semitic. Remember the joke that was in the car about the Schindler's List? Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a little on the edge,
1: okay? Yeah, but he's Jewish. So. Right,
0: so I'm going to let it be what it is. But uh,
1: I was like, I can say that about my people. <laughs>
0: What? what? are you talking
1: about? It's like one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, I, can, yeah, 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 yeah. like I can make that joke. You know? Right,
0: right. I feel you. But I was like, in, in hearing it, because I didn't know he was Jewish too. He, you look it up whenever we were watching it. When I heard the joke, I was like, mm, that, that's a little, uh, my man is walking a tight one. Yeah, Okay, on that one. And you said, oh, well, he's Jewish. So, um, yeah. But I don't know. I would have to ask some Jewish um, people if, how they feel about like that in general. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that might be interesting, but sorry you got that question wrong. He is not. He's from Massachusetts. From New York. Let's let's play another game.
1: Where is Issa Ray from? Ooh. Issa Ray is from LA. Jordan face back. Swoosh. And that's
0: <laughs> the game. You are correct. And I feel like you should know that one for um insecure uh, insecure you know what i'm saying i feel like she just embodied la yeah in in a way that you have to be from la to do that to know, yeah um so that one's pretty easy but good job i love Issa ray Issa. if I you ever too. hear this podcast <laughs> we, uh, love, we you. love you i would also like an opportunity to do anything on a set of yours i will i will bring Make in donuts yeah i'm about <laughs> to say i don't i'll be a part of craft services um whatever it may be as uh, cleaning toilets just let me be on the set. I just mm-hmm. I, I, all I want to do is be on the set. All right, if it means I got to hold up a light, hold a clipboard, you know what I'm saying? Just tell everybody shut up, quiet on set. Mm-hmm. I'll quiet do whatever. Maybe taping, you taping down uh, cords, unplugging stuff, doing a wet down. You know what the wet down is? No. So basically, you ever seen? Um, let's take a guess. <laughs> 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 this is the third game option. I don't let's go. Know what it Here is. we go. I just just take a guess. No. I say a wet down. Here's the industry term of today. Wet down. down.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Keep it PG,
0: please. Decorum, as Brian would say.
1: I don't know. Take a stab. Wet down. Wet down. It it has to do with the set. Keep going. Um, Hose down the set. (laughs) 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 Clean. Oh, okay. Damn, so
0: damn. you're you're close. Have you ever seen the? You've watched movies before where like the ground is wet. Yes. It didn't rain outside. I can tell you that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So they do it for certain effect, certain lighting effects and certain film effects. Sometimes just to get reflections. Okay. Sometimes you're like, why would it? Why is the ground wet? Like we were watching. Um, dang, what was it? I want to say the White Lotus and it was outside in a parking lot somewhere and the ground was wet and it used to like puddles and stuff like that but you're like, yo, why is the ground wet right now? If you yeah. ever, just think about that. Next time you're watching something and you see like why is the ground wet? It's typically because they have like lighting that they want to do. They want to play with reflections and stuff like that Okay, because you can see the reflection in the water and they, they put the camera kind of low. So before, um, you know, you get like a little set sheet or whatever, mm-hmm. they, the set might call for a wet down and so you have to wet down the floor, you know, but anyway, and like, like, there's a process to it. It's not just like throwing water on the floor, but right there you go. Term of the day for you and wet down. It's wet not down. water in the set. It's just, what do you just like go Oh, uh, You said water in the set. I was just thinking about taking one of the fireman hoses and just like
1: cleaning Whoa. everything.
0: Yeah. And you know, you can see the set getting like ripped apart because the water pressure just <laughs> blowing Water apart. Water yeah. too high. Um, That's funny. But yeah, pay it. see it's those little things like that's why I love film. It's little things like that you would never think about. Yeah. You know, cuz they control literally everything. Everything mm-hmm. when you're talking about the movies that you see in in the theaters. Now, granted, them Tubi films, it may, it, it just rained. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have enough money to do the wet down, right. all right? right? It just rained. Um and I've showed you videos about like the poor man's process, but that we'll talk about that maybe next time. Okay. Um but in the movies that you see that are like A1 productions, they're produced by like Blumhouse or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, though, there's nothing that is unaccounted for. Everything is thought of. And so when you see the ground wet, that was not by chance. Because also you have to think about it from a safety feature, right? Right. So if they were trying to shoot a scene and the scene didn't call, for, let's say they're shooting it outside and the scene didn't call for it to be wet, but it rained they're going to wait till that thing dries mm-hmm. or they're going to get some blowers out and try to dry the spot because it, the actors may be running and, and can slip. True. Right? So there's, they don't miss a beat when it comes to, they think of everything. Hey, the, is the leaf over there supposed to be on the ground? Yeah. If it's not, we got to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, All right? And we have to worry about the continuity of it too. So if you see a wet scene or the ground wet, it is by design and they did a wet down. <laughs> Somebody came in and wet that mug up <laughs> and left. And that's like, they got paid that day to do that. What are you doing today? Oh, I gotta do wet down. Right I gotta do six of them. I gotta jump from this studio to this studio and just wet Dang. surfaces. And that's I'm, crazy
1: that that's somebody's job.
0: That's somebody's job, yeah. man. Just you learn weird stuff when you're like in the industry. I'm not even really in it. I just be doing the research. Yeah, love um, that. Anywho, thank y'all for staying around for this episode. I hope y'all go and watch Vengeance if you have Peacock. Mm-hmm. If you don't have Peacock, you can use our login. Psych, um, <laughs> psych. The show is also on Peacock. I've oh been watching my gosh, that. Stop. Um but you should get it. I think it's a good service. There's a lot of good stuff on Peacock.
1: I think Peacock's good, too. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's one of the ones that we you use a lot. You can watch Yellowstone. You can watch Yellowstone on uh, Peacock. <laughs> Yellow. Yeah, Yellowstone. 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 Um, but until then, I'm going to just keep sipping my water out of my new used Stanley cup.
1: <laughs> so I have a, I have a cup obsession, and I bought a new Stanley, so Corey took over my old one. my old one. So I have a blue one now, and he has a white one. Mm. Um but yeah, let us know what you're watching this week. Let us know what you watched last week. Any movies, that podcast doc, no, not podcast, sorry. Any movies, documentaries or TV shows yeah. that you think that we should cover or you would like to hear our opinions on, please let us know. Um and we hope to see you next week. And uh, when you're watching TV and it asks, are you still watching? Always press next.
0: Do it. See you next week.